Our next partner has a product that I literally use every day. I started taking AG1 because I wanted better immunity and to optimize my immune system after COVID. Now I've been taking it for about three weeks and I love it. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It's got kind of a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to each morning. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day and night. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All of the things. Again, I take this every morning to support my immune system. Let's talk about some health facts and importance of the multivitamin. It's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, while still tasting good. It supports better sleep quality and recovery, supports mental clarity and alertness. As far as the price, it costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing into your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting into different supplements yourself. You're investing in the all-in-one nutritional insurance. Uh, as far as testimonials, Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews recommended by professional athletes and is trusted by leading health experts such as Tim Ferriss and Michael Gervais. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com emerging. Again, that's athleticgreens.com emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you. Yeah, Mr. Chaos. Boot to the face. Let's go. California to Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hatin' on me. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast, a one-hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Who to the face, hook the leg, is one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill friendly podcast, don't make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging, this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that Competition is missing, you know they died off Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss You want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go Another episode right now, start the show Welcome to another episode of Boot to the Face I am Chris Rucker along with Marty Vasquez We are here on twitch.tv slash boot to the face powered by fullpresscoverage.com go there for all your sporting wants and needs marty it's been a while we are back a lot's going on in the world of pro wrestling and we got a lot to talk about but before that you know it's been a minute since i've seen you buddy how you been the last couple weeks (laughs) (laughs) i know man it's been good um i was actually thinking about this the other day um, I think I've worked a total of like ten days over like the last month. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I know. I'm not, I'm like, damn. 
I haven't worked that much. Um, yeah, because I mean, I had Comic Con, um, like this whole like our our we work off fiscal period like fiscal periods and months, so it's not like an actual regular calendar month. And so this this period like started the week of Comic Con. So since Comic Con, we had I had Comic Con, which was like a four day weekend, then came back for like two days, then we hit Nashville for a week, came back for a week. Then we hit Vegas for four days, so um, yeah, it's been a it's been a good time. It's been definitely been relaxing and just that time we just needed to you know recoup and rejuvenize and regenerate or energize or whatever you want to say, whatever how you want to comp- uh, compare it to and um, explain it as. But it's been nice. Been you know you work hard, um, you know you got to enjoy life. So definitely the work-life balance was nice the last month. Um, but no, can't complain. Other than that, how have you been, dude, since the last time I saw you? Been pretty good, Cause, like you cause said. Because uh... the last time I saw you, <laughs> well, you know what, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So how have you been? I've been <clears throat> great. Um, I was, you know, the Nashville thing, y'all were there for a week. I was there for 24 <clears throat> hours, if that. Um, still been working around the travel I've been doing, which is done like for the rest of the year, probably. Um, but did Vegas saw you up there. Like you said, the last time I saw, last time I saw you, I had a drink that had just been made for me and we parted ways and lucky for you. You didn't see me the rest of the night. <laughs> you want to know what's funny is that we almost went to in and out also. <laughs> probably the same then one. I, then, then I saw your, your comment. I'm like, Oh shit. It's a good thing we didn't go to In and Out because, uh, yeah, that could have been our night just sitting there with that all night. Nah, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't the worst. Like, uh, I went. In, we went in to get food, and then I had to pee, so I went to the bathroom and I came back outside, and I was just like, "If I don't throw up, like I'm gonna be so sick." Yeah, and it was too late. Do uh, you gotta follow um, shit now, like Billy Bob. Puking rally. Puking no, there rally. was no rallying, bud. Just puking. <laughs> there was no rallying. Because um, it was too late, you know? And then you ever get to that point of drunk where you're just mad because you're so drunk? Like, mm-hmm. apparently it's I was been an, a angry, while, but yes, I was an angry drunk, which I, I'm not normally. Uh, but then I woke up the next day, went to Orange Theory with a hangover. Uh, fucking worked out. Then we went and got something to eat. Gambled a little bit. Saturday night, went to Denny's at 2 a.m. The pool at the MGM Grand was cool. Uh, didn't see any shows. I, I saw you and Sarah went and saw uh, Ka. I thought about that. I didn't realize those tickets were so, like, inexpensive. I thought I thought Cirque du Soleil would be, like, 150 bucks a pop. Some of them are. Some of them can be expensive. I believe, like, like O and um, Magic uh, Michael Jackson one. I believe those ones can get pretty expensive. Ka's pretty cost effective um i enjoy that's my favorite circle Soleil show um but no like and that you know what we i got i was looking at tickets and um i know you know i think i forgot what came up it's like oh well let's go to show they're gonna be doing this right now so let's go do a show uh because i think that was yeah that was the night we were going to go to dinner and we had reservations at uh gordon ramsey's and um there, there's like literally no no reservations there we finally got one it was like at 10 o'clock uh so we had planned out on the way out 
And then it's like, well, they're going to go dinner right now. So let's go do something since we're going to eat dinner in a little bit. And we got tickets. And I was like looking at the tickets and I'm like, oh, these are these. I know the arena, it's, it, you know, not too bad. There's no bad seat in the house. I'm like, oh, these are going to be further back. And then we get in there. And it's literally like this, like the first row in the second section was the first section just basically on the stage. Damn. Um, but it just, it just like one, the show is amazing, but it just makes you wonder like how the stage work is. Um, I, I mean, if you just watch a, like a video clip or a trailer or teaser for, for the show, there's just so many stage changes and it's all mechanical. It's just so crazy how these things put together, how they put an hour and a half show together on a stage in yeah. a theater like that. You know, it's fantastic. It was, it's awesome. It was enjoyable. It was cool. Yeah. Um, good time. Like I said, I will we say this though: we did go to Gordon Ramsay's uh, house kitchen, which is his flagship restaurant. Mm-hmm. My God, that man of brewing meat for me for the rest of my life. Too good or too bad? Oh, too amazing! Like, yeah, he's known for his beef Wellington, and let me just put it this way: probably the most amazing piece of of meat and food I've ever eaten in my entire life. That's good. Probably the most expensive you've ever eaten too. No, it's not, unfortunately. <laughs> there, I have I have had tomahawk steaks that cost more than that did, but uh, nowhere near as good. Yeah, I went to uh the his burger joint. I went yeah. Gordon Ramsay's Burgers. That was you know, look, I just I'm one of those people that the price of something will ruin it for me before I even mm-hmm. like try it. And the fact that it was twenty five bucks for a burger that didn't come with fries <laughs> like yeah. pissed me off. Well, I mean, isn't it the same thing as was, Five Guys? Isn't it like Five Guys? Five Guys the same way, isn't it? Nah, Five Guys is really yeah, but it's not that expensive. They don't charge you for shit. Or they charge you for everything. You want fries? Yeah, but, cool. Okay, you go to you Five Guys. You want sesame guys. seeds? Cool. You want mustard? Cool. Five Guys, the burger's like eight bucks, and fries is like five. Not after you add all the add-ons on there, they charge you for everything. They don't charge you for add-ons. Not here, they don't. Uh, I'm pretty sure the first time I ever had, I don't even, I don't like Five Guys. Five Guys um, is better than In and Out and Whataburger combined. You better, you better. This show combined. Is this show is about to be like beep. combined. Also, like a, the, you know, was, lines on the screen. And, I saw. Uh, was it yesterday or sometime? I was driving by. I was driving down. Man, what street was I on? I was somewhere around Metro Atlanta that I one of the streets I normally go down. I was Bear Parkway. Uh, they're putting a Whataburger over here, like ten minutes from my house. Ugh. Yeah, more like what a piece yeah. of shit burger. Um, I think I saw the other day that they're putting a Whataburger in Den- in Colorado too. I'm like, why? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you should have. You should have. If that was the case, if that you know that price, you should have walked down further and got a uh, Wahlburgers. They're putting one of those over here. I mean, we got Wahlburgers here. I've never. Oh, been do you? Oh, okay, yeah. never mind that. We don't have them. There's the only one I know of. Is in Vegas, and the first, the first time I ever had one was in Coney Island. But. Yeah, so much good shit. That, like, I feel like, so I got to Vegas Friday morning, um, and then left Monday morning. So three entire days at Vegas. I feel like that's the perfect amount of time. Like, if I would have stayed there, I would have started spending way more money than I needed to. But, yeah. um, but there's just that's so much shit out to here do. Going to go out to like the night or for the weekend. Yeah, there's so much shit to do that I like. I want to go back. I want to. I honestly want to think about just doing my birthday out there every year until I get tired. I mean, the green door is calling. <laughs> but there's so much shit. Like like I said, I didn't see any shows. I thought about going to see Usher. I looked those tickets up. $500 a pop for the cheap seats. I was like, nah. Yeah, I'm Little good. John was there the night we went to call. Little John was there. We walked out of MG, or MGM and had a poster and that Little John was in the same place. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Mr. Chaos says we're some haters because we're talking about Whataburger. 
First of all, only people just like Whataburger are those that live in Texas. Yeah, I think Texas Whataburger is a Texas thing. In and Out's a California thing, and Five Guys is a Southern thing. So whichever one in the regions that yours is from, you're <laughs> whichever one gonna... you say you like, is we can tell where you're from. That's yeah, exactly. Gotcha. You'll never hear anybody from fucking L.A. been like, "Yeah, Whataburger's the shit." It's like, no, yeah. it's not. No, only if they're a transplant from Texas. Yeah, and they're stingy and they're, uh, they're stubborn and like, no. I take, even though they know, deep I take downside. Crystals or White Castle over Whataburger and In and Out. Oh In-N-Out man, trash. we had White Castle while we were in Dallas or not yeah. Nashville. Yeah. Oh, I love, love I love, I love. Do y'all have uh, there's a White Castle in Vegas too? Do y'all have the freezer White Castles at your grocery stores? Like you could buy the little boxes of them. Not the yeah, same. They're not even. They're not, not, the same. not even close. Yeah, not even not close. the same at all. I used to love White Castle as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm not repeating that fucking comment. Um, uh, I used to love man. White Castle as a kid when I Where lived in Missouri. Where is Mike at right now? Like, my gosh. <laughs> Maybe she was talking to Mike. <laughs> Maybe Mike's talking on hers, and he's like, I'm going to get her in trouble. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I like I told you, man, I appreciate you coming out. That was a lot of fun. Um I I I never been. I didn't do enough, but I did too much. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a good time. Like we, uh, you know, um, when I took my I had a four day weekend for Comic Con, and obviously that's just nonstop the entire time. Um, Nashville was nonstop. We did a bunch during that time. You know, we drove to Kentucky, we drove to the Great Smoky Mountain, we did everything in Nashville. Vegas was like, let's relax. Like I, I, we have, we don't have to get up for nothing. We don't have to do this. Yeah, we'll meet up with Chris for this. We'll go do this. We'll go eat here. You know, it's just like we'll get up. There was no alarm set. Uh, didn't have to get up early in the day. No kids. Like, what do you want to do? Let's just fucking relax. Like this. Like and it was an actual, just relaxing vacation. Like that's what it was this time. Yeah, you know? we we're gonna go sit out the at the pool too. And I'm not gonna lie, dude. I, I was I really wanted to go sit at the pool, but then I'm like, why the fuck am I gonna sit at the pool when there's AC inside this hotel right now? It like, wasn't bad. I'm I sat at the pool not, Saturday and Sunday. The, I wasn't gonna get in the pool, so I'm like, that point, I was like, oh. I can drink inside the hotel and be cool and collected and calm. Why am I gonna go sit on the sun when it's 100 degrees outside right now? That's just stupid. When Brent all the little kids splashing around, no, nah, I'm good. Ours was all the man. Raider fans walking around their fucking bullshit ass. I did see a lot of Raiders fans. I saw a lot of Cowboys fans too. I saw uh, a few Packers fans. I was trying to like take notes. I saw a shit ton. Hey, well, because the Vikings were playing the Raiders, so I saw a yeah. bullshit amount of fucking Raider fan or Vikings fans. I was trying to take note of like who all I saw like representing the football team, and I was like, man. Football is so fucking close. It's in the air. Like, I don't think this would be a normal thing in, like, fucking June. You know what I mean? Like, people walking around with all. But I'm like, football is so fucking close. Like, you can feel it now. Was it? Um, they had a game. Was there a game? Their game was on Sunday, which was nice. Because that means, like, the freaking strip and the hotels were basically empty. Because everybody that was in town was going to the game. Then there was a concert there at the stadium on Friday, on Saturday night. Mm. So, it was just like, my gosh. It was when there's something going on, like, at the arena. Just empties out, and it's so nice. It was yeah, so nice. Um, if you've never been to Vegas, like the the architecture of those buildings and shit is just how big those casinos and hotels are is just fucking crazy. Like they're like it's like a mall, a swimming pool, a Top Golf, a casino, yeah. and a hotel like all in the same building. And then they that's sell, why I love like, like that end of the strip, uh, the south end, because you got like MGM has everything there. But then you have 
You you can you literally have a place that looks like New York City. Yeah. Looks like a it's giant right outside my window, Camelot. By the way. You got a pyramid. Like it's fucking fantastic. Yeah. You walk in those the the decor inside is amazing. Um, but then if you want to walk down further, the ex, the external you know architecture. Uh oh, I think I lost Marty. Got. Uh, Caesars and Bellagio and you know they're just fucking beautiful the Mirage and inside Caesars is absolutely amazing especially because they have like their downstairs mall and everything like that and that's just fantastic especially when they they have I don't know if you made it down there but they have like a room that has like a water fountain in it but like it becomes a show no lights on the roof and everything it's fucking awesome dude um yeah Paris you can go to Paris I was trying to get you to come down to the place we were at because they had Giordano's I re- you know but, yeah uh, I was like by that was Sunday and by then I was just like I'm I'm like beat yeah. <laughs> like I sat at the pool I was like I'm I'm just ready to fucking I'm gonna go to bed early wake up get to the airport the airport was fucking trash leaving there that fucking mm-hmm. line was great Monday morning so many fucking people there i thought yeah everybody will probably leave on sunday and the airport will be dead no buddy people I mean, drive back drive out of vegas on sunday yeah um, it didn't take long you know i will say they were very organized for how many people were there and it didn't take nearly as long as i thought but <clears throat> that airport like i got there right before my plane was supposed to take off and there was a fucking bar in the middle of the terminal i was at and i went and got a bloody mary Marty, this guy made this Bloody Mary so fucking good. Like, he put so much love into this Bloody Mary. He's making it for, like, five minutes, right? And I'm looking, I'm just like, I'm not a Bloody Mary guy, but this shit is going to taste so fucking good, right? I pulled my wallet out, Marty. I went to pay the guy, knocked the fucking Bloody Mary over. (laughs) Uh, He's like, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. He comes over, he fucking cleans it up. He makes me another one. And I'm thinking that the amount of alcohol he put into it, I'm like, this is gonna be like a twenty dollar drink. It was ten bucks, mm-hmm. so I tipped him ten bucks. I paid twenty bucks for it total. Um, well, you should. You fucking spilled the other ten. Yeah, drink. I was like, I was like, that's. I told him I was like, I hate fucking flying. Like my nerves are killing me right now. The flight back was not as good as the flight up there. Uh, the landing part, anyway. But all in all, it was good. Um, damn, I was about to bring up something before we left and i don't remember before we went to break and i don't remember what it was but whatever i guess it wasn't important let's take a quick break real quick marty and then when we come back we'll dive into fucking pro wrestling let's do it we'll be right back boot to the face stay tuned Loving to hate. If you fucking with the team, you catch a boot to the face. Rebound from the boot, I hit the Irish whip. Don't be mad, cause we know your podcast ain't shit. Stop hating, motherfucker. You know he the man. RJ gon' hit you with that ringside rant. And them two hard hitters repping Montreal. Godfathers of the crew. Welcome back, boot to the face. Quick break. Um, we got a lot of pro wrestling to get into. I will say this, Marty. I'm seeing that WWE Mattel's creations. Uh, new generation ring and all that shit's been going out. Like, did you order one of those? I didn't. I almost did, but I didn't. I did. Uh, I did get a, a package from Mattel Creations yesterday, and I'm waiting for the Cody. Cody, I believe, is supposed to. Uh, I think the Cody's supposed to ship out 
either next this month or next month. Um, I can't wait for that figure to show up. I got, I'm not gonna lie, I bought a couple of those ones. I definitely did. Um, I forgot. I completely forgot about it. I didn't even get. I one. got a. Uh, I, I love Ted Lasso, and they have some Ted Lasso stuff come out. So I got one of those delivered yesterday. Uh, but no, I didn't get the ring. I wanted to, but I didn't. That's the one. Is this? Um, is this the raw ring? Yep, the old school, new yeah. generation raw generation generation raw comes with a doink the clown generation ultimate edition. X. It comes with a diesel ultimate edition, and then it comes with a special Macho Man commentary ultimate right, edition. That's what it was. Um, yeah, you had to order that shit like six months ago. It was a year ago. Was it a year ago already? It was. Yeah, it was a year ago. I, I ordered that, one. Oh, I completely see, forgot about it. Out, that was one that was supposed to come out last August. Then no, they it was it was the the crowdfund so they were trying to get enough people to buy it and eventually enough people did oh, that's and then was. they kept August adding to it buy. Yeah. yeah and then they kept adding to it like the more people that kept buying if you got in early which i did you get the if macho man separately and that's why i didn't buy it because i was gonna buy it in order to get the special edition macho man yeah but then when i went to order it the pre-order that would include the macho man was already over I'm like, well, fuck it. I don't, you know, I don't care that much for a fucking diesel figure or a doink figure. Yeah. So no, I just wanted the Macho Man figure, and since I can't get that, then I'm not going to buy it. Not only did you fund the Ultimate Edition ring, but also funded the New Generation entrance stage and two Ultimate Edition action figures with swappable heads. That's Doink and Diesel. And for those of you that got in before August 13, 2021, my birthday, you're also getting the early backer bonus WWE Ultimate Edition Macho Man Randy Savage. In his role as commentator of Monday Night Raw, which is dope because it comes Ooh, with like a commentary, yeah. comes with the table, comes with the chairs, comes with a headset. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I don't know how much of that shit I'm gonna keep. I didn't realize that I bought it. I mean, I oh, realized you ordered I bought it? it. Yeah, I, I did. Oh shit! I mean, I realized I bought it when I bought it, but I completely forgot about it. It was a fucking year ago. Yeah. And then I started seeing people talking about it, and I was like, oh, <laughs> nobody hating on Doink. Um, and I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot I got it. And then I checked my email to see what all was coming with it. And so much shit got added onto it from the time that I ordered it to the time. Like, you have uh, swappable ring aprons and all that kind of shit. Like, I can't decide if I'm going to keep all of it and, like, display it or if I'm just going to keep it in the box and see what happens in a couple years with the value of it. Who knows? Uh, keep it in the box. The that's Macho why, Man comes got, separately, though. I, extra, I think I'm going to open the Macho Man. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because he comes that. separately. He doesn't come in the box. The, all the other stuff comes in the same box. But we'll <clears> see <throat> how it goes. Uh, that From the pictures I've seen, speaking of Doink, uh, SCX Monster, or SXE Monster, speaking of Doink, that figure was fucking, that figure is nice. Mm-hmm. Like, that's probably, so far that's probably in the running for figure of the year for most people to do those kind of things like from what i've seen that figure is really fucking detailed i don't know man that cody Rhodes figure is y'all they even got the new uh hinges and the new um yeah the, the cody Rhodes figure is going to be the first one of the new the new joints and shit on it it's going to be pretty it's pretty fucking legit they're starting to finally release figures that i might want to start buying again i know impact I know, uh, impact's got figures coming out now i don't know if you saw that announcement this week no i didn't um, they uh the first two figures they announced um one's I think they said the Moose mm-hmm. and your favorite Jordan Grace. 
You know, I'm I'm starting. To, you know, like I said, she's annoying me less and less as time goes by. I don't like she her. She knows still. me more and more. More. I don't like her still, but it's just like if you I know block, annoying me, who I used to really enjoy and really like a lot, and she, you know, after after interview this week, she really starts like, oh, she doesn't. I don't hold her up as much as I used to. Thunder Rosa. Yeah. Like she was yeah, on I've on Boots and R too lately, but <laughs> we're not that lucky. Um, she was on Busted Open on Friday, and she did an interview with Edge, and I don't know something about it just didn't sit well. And I'm like, oh. yeah, she does. She's um, on Busted Open more than she's on fucking AEW. What do y'all think about the premium AEW figures? Uh, I haven't <laughs> seen them in person yet, but I I think was it Britt Baker that's got one. Where she's got the yeah, little hand signals for the DMD. Yep. That figure looks ridiculously good. Um, I probably won't get it because I'm not a big Britt Baker fan. Like I'm, I'm to the point where, like I said, I'm only collecting things now that of people that I'm like a huge fan of. I'm no longer just buying random fucking shit. But I have seen the AEW uh, premium figures. They look really good. AEW's figures have come a long way since their first fucking series too. Like yeah. Those things look a lot better, and I love the I love the new Pretty blue sure packaging Jade's that got they a have coming out in that series yeah, too. Yeah, um, WWE Elite One Hundred. I know Rock and Becky Lynch both have figures that I want at a at Elite One Hundred. That's going to cost me some money, dude. Like that whole put it this way, the rest of the year after the Comic Con panel, my God, it's like just take my fucking money now. There's so many fucking figures, like. There's a Brock Lesnar figure coming out, like Cowboy Brock, with the cowboy hat and everything. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Yeah, you, you, yeah. They're gonna That's have a play set with the tractor. They're gonna, yeah. they got, they're gonna finally take the ambulance off the shelf and put the tractor on the shelf now. That am, that Braun Strowman ambulance. Ugh. Ugh. No, no, no. It's a. I forget somebody else with that. With the, the Braun Strowman was with the like Corvette or something. He was with the red car. I don't think Braun Strowman's with this one. Anyways, um, you started wrestling talking. Um, we got to talk about the thing that came up yesterday, man. How the hell did you get blocked by Shawn Michaels? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even know I was. Like, what did you was, do for HBK to say, fuck this guy? I mean, let's be honest. Like, we all know how I feel about Shawn Michaels. He's a piece of shit, this guy, right? And I've I've said that on here. And I don't think I've ever like I've never I searched well, my it, name. It's something you said because yeah, he didn't block the show. I searched my he didn't name. Block me, he blocked right? your ass. I searched my name, and Shawn uh-huh. Michaels like me mentioning it. The only time anything I've ever said mentioned Shawn Michaels was boot to the face tweeted that, or you know, obviously one of us tweeted like a snippet of. Or basically just saying Rucker thinks Shawn Michaels is a piece of shit. And like me and Dez were going back and forth about why I thought he was a piece of shit. I don't think he was tagged in it. I can't remember. And I'm just like, I was looking at somebody's tweet yesterday, something wrestler. And I'm like, how come I can't see the other side of this conversation? Like, who are they talking to? And I clicked on it and it says Shawn Michaels. And I was like, that's fucking weird. So I clicked on his name and it's like Shawn Michaels blocked you. And I was like, eh, fuck him. Damn, dude. I mean, first Matt Cardona, now Shawn Michaels. My oh, God. F- Matt Cardona didn't My block God. us. Fucking, uh, what's their show's name? Oh, Res- Major Wrestling Podcast. Who? Major Wrestling Federation. Major, Major, yeah, Wrestling Major. Podcast. They blocked us because I was making fun of them whining about people writing on the boxes when they bought stuff. 
Oh, sensitive ass. Um, I was going to go to their panel at Comic Con, but it was at a fucking like a different site. And I'm like, I'm not going to leave the convention center to go fucking go watch them do a podcast. Like, no, I'm good. I'm staying here. Yeah, uh, Jordan Grace. So now Jordan Grace has blocked my personal account. Go blocked by Tama Tonga. What the hell? How'd you get blocked by? How do you get blocked by Tama Tonga? I know. I thought Tama Tonga is like one of the most lenient fucking people on. Must have been. Twitter. Must have been the time when he was trying to be a face, and he's like, he's not a bad guy. Like, trying to be a. Ba- oh my god, that was so good. By the way, him his in ring shit where he's not, just like yelling. Not a bad guy. Yeah. Uh, Tama Tonga. Speaking of Tama Tonga, we're gonna talk about Tama Tonga a little bit later with G One Climax. Yeah, but yeah, I got blocked by Shawn Michaels, but you know. Whatever, because why? Shawn Michaels a piece of shit. That's why. I don't care. He can try to rejuvenate himself all he wants. The fact is, in the 90s, you were a shithead, Shawn Michaels. And that's when I started watching wrestling. So, fuck off. You, Hulk Hogan, uh, who was the other wow. one? Wow. He's up at the same level, fuck off, as Hogan? I mean, he blocked me. Wow. Hogan, I don't think I don't even think Hogan's blocked that's, me. All the shit I've talked that's about. A whole, that's a whole different level. I know, that's a, but that's still, a deep hatred for for Michaels. If Hogan re, put him up there with Hogan, Shawn Michaels, Velveteen Dream, Jordan Grace, all of y'all, whatever. Um, <laughs> he says we were talking shit about G One with Kenny a couple years ago as a kayfabe thing, and Tama was in character and blocked him. We kept oh. bringing it up on our show until Tama unblocked. <laughs> nice. That's funny. Uh, we'll talk about the G one in a little bit here too, which I'm I'm not happy with. I'm I am not happy with it at all. Um, like I'm okay with the final, like the final match. Yeah, which I still wouldn't have picked myself, but like the actual finish. Uh, and, uh, yeah, there's no point of it. Let's. You know, um, we'll talk about that after the after the next break. <laughs> but let's get into uh let's get into some WWE AEW stuff. Uh, Monday Night Raw. It's been, you know, I, I'm not one of those people that's like, as soon as Triple H takes over, because you know how I feel about Triple H. Um, mm-hmm. As soon as he took over, everything was going to be great. I'm not going to lie. It's been way more watchable. I'm not going to like it. Uh, it hasn't had so much bullshit in it. There's been really good wrestling. Now, I'm not one of these guys that wants to see three 20-minute matches every fucking wrestling. Like, that's one of the things that that's one of the reasons I record AEW in a festival right. because there's no point in me watching a match if I know well I got 25 minutes before somebody's gonna win like that's why I don't watch some, Rampage yeah give me some short matches give me some a little bit of feel. and I'm not a real big fan of taking all of the entertainment out like that's the that's what separates WWE and AEW is WWE does now you don't have to do the hokey shit like I don't care about that um, but it's been way more watchable. Bobby Lashley and AJ Styles, banger. Um, so fucking good. I, I'm loving them putting Lashley in matches every week now just so he can show the world, like, yeah, I'm not just a fucking Herculean badass. Like, I can wrestle, too. And him and AJ put on a great match. Your boy Austin Theory put on a good match with Ziggler. And uh, there was another good match on Raw. Who was that? Was it a ladies' match? Um... No, because the ladies' match was a triple threat, or six-person tag team, which was dog shit, or a tag team match, which was dog shit. Dana Brooke got her ass kicked. Um, uh, there was what? another uh, really Raw, good match. Raw's I can't remember great, who it was. And I've enjoyed Raw even longer than the, the Triple H era. But, like, this is the first – This I talk about Miz's observation today. This is the first time on Raw I watched in 
a while where I there was a lot I was just skipping through. I skipped more and fast forward more during this the episode. I mean, I the Mysterios I, I can't I, I I'm done I can't deal with the Mysterios <laughs> no more like, at all. Fucking I got you know a, I got a comment on that. Oh, um, do share. They want to if they want so. You know, Rhea Ripley's been just beating the shit out of Dominic. I must say, Dominic's gonna be her fucking submissive bitch. That's the way to turn him face because there's so many little perverts on the internet that are like wishing Rhea Ripley would dominate them the way she's mm-hmm. doing Dominic. If they made Dominic her little sub, he would be the biggest baby face in the fucking company. <laughs> like there'd be so many people wanting to be him. It's so it's so funny reading Twitter like after she beats the shit out of Dominic every week. Yeah. I just, um, want to, I just want her to shave that fucking mullet off his head. Like, ugh. Yeah. Just cut his hair. He's trying to be um, like his dad. I know. Eddie, you know, I know Eddie was like that, but, you know. Yeah. Hey, it looks like a dumbass on him. Just saying. Um, Alexa Bliss and Asuka versus Dewdrop and Nikki A. Sage. Three people I just don't like watching. Um, Made me not want to watch an Alexa Bliss match. And I love Alexa. Um, I love watching her wrestle. But the other three, it's, it's like Oscar uh, is just so overcharacterized. It just it just takes it away, and I can't, you know. So I, I fast forward that match. Miz and Champa versus Aldi and Cedric again. I can give a shit less. Actually, I couldn't give a shit less about Mustafa Ali whatsoever. Um, so I fast forward that match. Um, Veer Mahan in a squash match. Fast forward that match, and then we got to Lashley and AJ, and I'm like, yeah, this is gonna be fantastic. And, Should have been the main event, uh, I thought. I was kind of disappointed yeah, that it, it should wasn't. definitely been made, especially over Theory and Ziggler. But even Theory yeah. and Ziggler was good, and I enjoyed that, was a that banger too. too. So, you know, uh, Theory had to get in a good match. I'm surprised he was the finish since he had to get back and you know get to AEW on Wednesday. But you know, he, <laughs> he was there. <laughs> uh, Beltamani in the chat has a good question. It says the refocusing <clears throat> on the U.S. and Intercontinental title is amazing. I wonder <clears throat> if this is due to them wanting to elevate both titles to appease the network's need for a major title on each show. Yes, I don't know about I, I don't know I'm, about that, right? Like I don't I don't focus on that, but I will say this: these little video packages they're doing before the title matches and actually promoting <clears throat> the fucking IC and US title matches, I'm loving. Now all they need to do is fucking change the belts back to how good they used to look. Bring back yeah. the WCW US title and the old white strap Intercontinental title. These titles look so stupid now. The U.S. title looks cool because Bobby Lashley has it. Like, you could put the fucking Divas title on that guy and it would look cool. But the belt itself looks stupid. So does the Intercontinental title. But, man, these video packages get you so ready for the title match. And I feel like having the U.S. title defended on Raw, having the Intercontinental title defended on SmackDown is good to where you don't have to have the world title defended because Roman ain't going to be there. And you do it weekly, then it becomes like a TV title. You know what I mean? It it builds value to it. And when you, and if you have them in like competitive and and valued matches, yeah. like AJ versus Dot and Lashley, that's a fantastic fucking match. Right. But next week, up, I, you know? but but here's the thing: you can't do that every week, right? If Lashley's going to defend right. the title tomorrow, have him defend it against a lower tier person that quote unquote earned the title shot, and have right. it be a three but or you, four minute you, squash. You can't have exactly, but you can't have him just fucking beat up Joe Blow from the back. And call it oh no! It but I mean, you got someone. people, you got our truth people like oh, that no, that exactly. are there that you could, yeah. that are there for. And I, I don't mean to like shit on our truth. That's my guy, but it's the first name I thought of. Right. You have people that are lower tier, that you know, if it's an open challenge, they were the first one out the fucking curtain, and Absolutely. he smashes them. 
And then he smashes people that are, fucking people uh, that are in the twenty four seven title. Yeah, in the twenty four seven picture, absolutely. Then um, he the smashes Dominic that, next week, right? And then the week after that, fucking Veer comes out, and it's a match. And then they fucking go back and forth, and and it's a fucking title match, right? Like, I think they're doing good by uh by refocusing on the U.S. and the Intercontinental title. Yeah, that fucking Sheamus think, versus Gunther match. Right there, exactly. Uh, you know the fact that I think there are building. I think Triple H is bringing value back to those titles. Um, I, I don't. I didn't get a chance to fact check this yet, but I, I was going to. But the fact I saw that at Clash of the Castle. First time. It's gonna be the first time the yep. IC title will be on a pay per view since fucking WrestleMania 37. Yeah. And I was like, fact. and I, it sounds correct. I didn't. I was like, I don't need a fact check. I'm defended sure on the pay per view. Maybe not on the pay per view, but defended <laughs> on the pay per view. Yeah. Uh, short and raw to two hours, and use the extra hour for revamp of superstars. They could use PC yeah. talent as enhanced. That's their main event for. Yeah, I, I, you know, Raw's gonna be three hours. Like it, it is what it is. Like we, we all gotta maybe, maybe not if it goes to Netflix. I mean, we'll we get don't. To that. We'll we get don't. To that. Yeah, that. I know Triple H doesn't like it from from the conference call. I heard him on a couple years ago. He hates the third hour. Um, well, he hates the third hour under Vince. He may like the third hour differently now, but it gets to be more of a wrestling. You know, make that third hour a wrestling show, or make a third hour focus more on wrestling rather than entertainment, or bring make back the opening Val Venus and the, Kai and Tai and make, make the, that the third hour. <laughs> make the opening and closing segment. You know, or you know, our wrestling and you know obviously the third hour is like the main event picture the opening hour is the open entertainment make the second hour fucking wrestling there's nothing wrong with that that's a way to break it up but if you have the one thing i will say that i have enjoyed is that and i maybe i'm overlooking it but i'm pretty sure what i paid attention to that they have done less with the oh we're gonna have the ring music hit come to the ring and then we're going to cut back to a different backstage oh, yeah. promo that has nothing. Yeah. I've seen a lot less of that in over the last few weeks and that that was one of my biggest criticisms. I fucking hate that shit. Like, I hate it in person. Have, when you go that? to Raw oh, and yeah. fucking Becky Lynch comes out, right? And you're hype as fuck. You're like, hell yeah, about to see Becky Lynch. She's about to have a talking segment or fighting and then the lights go out and she just stands in the corner for 15 fucking minutes while a commercial break comes and then a backstage promo and then they run a fucking uh, advertisement for the next pay-per-view and then they do Connor's Cure and then the next thing you know, fucking Byron Saxon's like doing games and shit in the crowd with people. Meanwhile, the crowd's dead now. Now all of a sudden their music comes back on like it never fucking stopped and you're yeah. like, this is this is stupid. Yeah. Look, I can understand like a backstage promo that leads to the same match. Yeah. But when they have a promo backstage that does nothing, an interview that has nothing to do with that match, like why couldn't that just wait till after this match? Yeah. And I've seen a lot less of that. And that I will say that I enjoy a lot more. Yeah, I do think Triple H is taking a fo- uh, uh, <clears throat> focus on streamlining the show yeah. to the point where shit's starting to make more sense now in how they exactly. in the order of it's more fluid it's a lot yeah. more fluid and efficient that way all right so monday night raw we're done with that uh you know i don't think either one of us really watch nxt i watch the highlights mandy rose still is your champion killing it um so let's just get to aew your boy cm punk opens up the show comes out talking shit about hangman which was kind of awkward it was like why the fuck is he talking shit about hangman he's supposed to be fighting moxley I'll say this. I don't like CM Punk. Everybody knows that. Never have, right? <clears throat> when he came back, I thought that was one of the coolest moments in wrestling, like watching the crowd fucking erupt like they did. Like, we talked about it here. I praised the hell out of it. But then slowly but surely, 
the reason I don't like this motherfucker starts popping back up. Mm-hmm. I'm watching this promo, and I'm just like, he's been such a cocksucker right now. Like when Moxley music hit, he's like, oh, he's he's on the microphone talking over the men's music, which I think is disrespectful as fuck. Singing the song, just like making fun of singing the song. He's like, I'm gonna do snow angels in the ring while he's yeah. coming out here. Like you, you're fucking 47 years old, or however old he is, like. And you're doing snow angels in the ring like a fucking child. And then you can tell that in the promo, like Moxley's supposed to be saying something his turn. And Punk just keeps like talking over him until the point where he pissed Moxley off. And Mox is like, well, you're only back because you didn't get any money. Um, I did like Punk's comeback of, well, I would fight you right now, but you'll probably just bleed all over me. Like, yeah. I thought that was clever as hell, too. He had a couple He had a couple good one-liners, but that yeah. was about it. Like, but it was a whole lot promo. of WWE stuff in it, too. That, Dude, that was the biggest call. Like, how many, like, really? Or, or Do you have a quota of how many times you need to reference back WWE? Like, yeah, I can't I just, at least five times. So, I'm sitting there watching that, and I'm thinking about it. They have their little brawl. Now it turns out they're having a title match this week, which we can get into in a second. But then it comes out that, like, he's unhappy again, and he's fucking threatening to quit, or people thought he was going to quit, and he's backstage complaining about Hangman and Tony Khan. He's going off script, and it's just like, you get what you pay for, AEW. Like, what the fuck did y'all think was going to happen? You didn't see how he act, And I don't want to hear that fucking WWE treated the man bad. Some bitch was champion for 434 days. He was in a program with The Rock, with John Cena, with Brock Lesnar, wrestled the fucking Undertaker at WrestleMania. What more do you want? So you wasn't in the paper? So you weren't in the main event? Who fucking cares? You're the champion. You're wrestling the biggest names in the history of the company for over a year and winning. They let you take the belt home and mention Ring of Honor and all this other bullshit. And they're treating you bad because you got injured and worked through your injuries? Talk to fucking Moxley about that. That guy wrestled more matches than anybody else through injuries the entire time. It's fucking combat sports, simulated combat sports, but you still got to be tougher than what that is. Like, I don't know. I just don't get the fucking the the sympathy people give this guy for quitting the way he did. Like, I don't know. I and then and then he left for seven years. Talk shit about wrestling. The whole fucking time. Wrestling, the industry, the fan base, the fan base that loves him and sticks up for him and stands up for him so fucking much, just shit on them that they're lower than life and lower than scum, you know. And then as soon as he comes back to StarCast, everybody lines up to go get a picture with him, like a bunch of I fucking mean, dorks. Um, but anyway, so apparently the word backstage is the locker room's divided. Team Hangman, Team Punk. Some people think... Hangman was out of line for something he said in the promo. I don't really remember it. Um, but. You probably said that you, you know, grabbed your ball and went home. Yeah. Uh, so that's the thing. A lot of drama with that. But I do have a question, Marty. Do you think that Punk versus Moxley is now off of All Out and moved to this Wednesday because there's going to be a return at All Out? Of one Maxwell Jacob Friedman. You think we have? Oh my God! You think we? I hope not. I hope not. I think. I think honestly, this match on Wednesday doesn't come to finish. That's not an AEW thing though, which I really appreciate about AEW. I really not. do. Like besides a couple draws here and there, I when think, they I have think, a big match, there is no bullshit finish. Like there's a winner and a loser. 
I don't know. The fact that he talked shit about Hangman when Hangman wasn't there. Uh, I think Hangman comes back and has an issue with this match. Uh, we haven't seen it. We haven't seen it yet. But All Out could be a triple threat match. I mean, Hangman has no reason to be yet. in a triple threat match, though, besides Punk, like, going off script talking shit. I, I mean, mean, Hangman lost a title to him. Honestly, if Tony Khan had balls and he's really mad at him, I'd have Moxley just beat his ass on Wednesday. I mean, I would. I mean, just make it happen. Like, seriously. I mean, you and Moxley's right. Like, <clears throat> now, this is a bit hypocritical what I'm about to say because when The Rock came back and beat CM Punk years ago, I was all for it because I thought Rock was a bigger star and I don't like Punk. Um, but now Punk is basically The Rock on a smaller scale. He left for seven years, came back, won the world title, and now you see the crowd siding with Moxley over him and he's not happy about it. But unlike The Rock, he's throwing a fucking temper tantrum. Uh, but I would just have Moxley beat him. Moxley is, he was, what he said in that promo is fucking right. He is the heart and soul of AEW. Like, Moxley's the guy in Since AEW. Since day one. You got, like, the, they used, had, they used Jericho as a catalyst. Yeah. Yep. They used Cody as the, as the recognition. Um, and, but they, but Moxley was the guy they brought in to, to be, Moxley and Hangman Page were the guys that they brought in to be, like the the heart like the the heart and soul of their talent, you know what I mean. They were gonna build yeah. this company around them, even though we had the Bucks and Omega and Cody and Jericho there. They were gonna be there to put it all together, but they were gonna build it up around these guys. There's a reason, you know, and there's a reason why Hangman's story took for so long, and he was prominently, you know, showcased beginning. And Moxley was a champion for as long as he was. Um, absolutely. They they are they were the comp they are the company that's what it is. Punk's not the company. No. Punk's a Punk's a fucking fanfare they brought into an attraction. I mean you know here it is. He's the fucking attraction. He's Andre the Giant. He's the. They rock. brought him in because of who he is, because they knew they get fan when they when their when their company started to tailor off and started to plateau. They brought him in to amp it back up and bring his fan base in. A year later. Tony Khan is still having his conversations about not being satisfied with the decrease in the, the product and where it's headed, but yet they, they 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 you know smash glass and pull trigger or pull the smash button early, and now they're just stuck to seeing what they're going to do. And now he's complaining, bitching, and crying, and punk being punk. So Moxley and Hangman are probably two of the the main like heart and soul pillars of the company and you're gonna you already had him beat hangman you're gonna have him come in and beat moxley too when he's literally like a sex sxe monster in the chat says it doesn't matter what happens wednesday punk will be at all out in chicago against mox or page or both he makes them too much money last thing con wants is to have punk chance throughout every single match because you took him off the card after losing the mox on dynamite my money's on triple threat here's the problem with that Punk's fans are such little whiny bitches just like he is. They threw a temper tantrum in WWE for fucking years chanting his name after that. Like, and now he comes back. He wins the title. He gets hurt. He comes back from getting hurt, and he's in mid-fucking temper tantrum again. When are people going to see this? After a while, like, when are people going to stop making excuses for how this dude acts all the time? Right. 
And let's be honest, his matches haven't been that fucking good since he's been back. That was at least one of the things he could hang his hat on in WWE. He could, He's nowhere near how good he was in WWE in the ring. Nowhere near. I don't know, man. I don't... I, it's intriguing. I'll give you that. Like, I will be tuned in on Wednesday night to see who wins this fucking match. I'm cheering for Moxley. Uh, he's been one of my favorite wrestlers in AEW. Um, but I, I do agree that one way or the other, Punk will be in the world title match in Chicago. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's too... I mean, the, the money's already made. The right. tickets are already sold. The pay-per-views are already bought. Like, it's, him at this being point, in t- it's to prevent yeah. from the show being hijacked at this point. But now, okay, if you're an AEW fan and you try to hijack the show, isn't that you being a hypocrite of, like, everything you complained about being WWE and now you're doing the same thing in, in AEW? AEW's giving you everything you fucking wanted since they got there. And now because one guy loses, you're going to throw a temper tantrum in a hissy fit? That's how fans are? Fickle. I believe I believe somebody called them fickle a few years ago on television. Speaking of the fans and then chants and stuff like that, I meant to put this in the notes, but I didn't. Just a quick touch on that. Apparently, the reports are coming out. The reason why the WWE went to TV 14 is so they didn't have to, they could stop having to censor fans' chants in the arena. So I just want to throw that out there, just a little tidbit. But anyways, I think we talked about punk enough. I'm done. Sorry, I'm responding in the chat. Um. Thunder, not Thunder Rosa. Uh, Tony Storm wins against Kylan King, and it's established that she's now the number one contender. And her and Thunder Rosa will have a rematch. Which she already was a number one contender going into this match. Yeah, but they it's officially like, announced that she'll get a rematch at All Out. I'm not mad about that. Uh, she's winning it at All Out. There's no way. Yeah, she's winning it again. I would she's hope so. It. If she doesn't win, they need to turn her heel. She kind of yeah. looks. She kind of. We talked about like how different she looks and how she's acting and how well she's moving around now compared to when she was on SmackDown towards the end. I feel like her change in like look and character and all that. I feel like she would be a good heel. I think yeah. I mean, she kind of comes out looking like that. She has that blurred line of which she's got the she's little going. greasy looking hairdo now. Where like, not greasy, but you know what I mean. Like her hairdo is a little different than it used to be. She's uh. I don't know. She just looks more heelish than she ever has. And it's just like little subtle changes. Um, Chris Statlander's injured. No, fucking sucks. Um, She's gone for a while. Blew her knee out, her other knee. And she's already already fucking working out. She needs to be. Squatting and lifting and like, you're going to blow that knee out again. But this is, you know, her second knee. She came back and had a nice little run. Um, I mean, I... I can't wait for the day she's a champion. I think she she will be a good champion when she finally gets to that. Yeah. Um, she was supposed to... I think the, the direction they were probably going was her, uh, Athena, and Jade in a triple threat match. And I think, yeah, and I think that would have been a way to... From Athena yeah. Is so good. I think that would have been a way for them to get the title off of Jade without Jade actually losing. Now, that would still count as a loss, wouldn't it? If she was in a triple threat match and somebody else got pinned, would that put a blemish on her record? Or So maybe they wouldn't want to. I think when Jade finally does lose it, it needs to be to somebody like big that's going to put him It over. needs to be a clerica one-on-one, take the pin. Because um, whoever <laughs> whoever pins Jade after all this is going to have is, is going to be a maid. 
I want I don't want somebody that's already a star to be the one to beat right. Jade though. I want somebody to like I want somebody that's up and coming to beat her. We're like, okay, we're establishing that like a fucking you know, I don't think it's gonna happen, but like a Jamie Hader type. Like we're establishing that we fucking believe in you and we're gonna put some fucking we're gonna put some shit behind you now and we're gonna put you up there with Britt Baker and Jade and Thunder Rosa and all of them. So now we're right. building the women's division even higher because we're making stars as opposed to Britt Baker or Thunder Rosa or Tony Storm being the one to beat Jade. Have somebody that's up and coming be the one to beat her because right now she's almost at a hundred, right? Like mm-hmm. no, she's she's only like thirty four or thirty five or some shit like that. I don't think she's even at fifty. Um but such a fucking superstar she looks like too when she comes out. Um, so you got Moxley versus Punk next week. You also had the return of the best bout machine, Kenny Omega, came back in the main event. Very predictable. This is one thing I don't like that AEW does. Like even when Punk came back, they basically told you he was coming back, and they basically told you Kenny Omega was coming back, and then he didn't even come back like dramatically. Fucking Justin Roberts gets in the ring and just starts reciting his fucking list of accomplishments. And you're like, oh, I guess Omega's coming back. Um, Omega, you know, I, I know people aren't going to like this. He didn't look good. Uh, he didn't look good in the ring. I had a buddy text me, said, Omega wrestling with that shirt on looks like Ric Flair from the last Nitro versus Sting. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was funny. Uh, he almost killed fucking Dragon Lee. Um but Omega is back, and I think that's a big thing for AEW. I think he's back too early, man. Like, if he's wrestling with a fucking shirt on that stops him from getting injured further and a shoulder brace and all that, like, I understand they had injuries and All Out is like their WrestleMania, but I feel like he's back way too early. Yeah, I mean, he's probably only going to have, like, one more match before All Out. So, we'll see. I get well. Fuck! All that's only two weeks away. Never mind. Yeah. So, what do you um, think about Omega and uh, your boys, the Bucks, are now moving on in the trios I tournament? It. I enjoy it. I mean, you know, it beats takes out Andrade, so that works for me any time of the week. Um, what you got against Andrade's the man? Um, you weren't talking that shit about him in Nashville when him and Charlotte were sitting across the table from you. <laughs> you talking about? When he looked at me, I, I fucking like I I poured my beer out and said, "Fuck this shit." You want to come now? Let's do this shit. Well, you did. You fucking laid across the table and did the fucking tranquilo thing. <laughs> <laughs> I went and laid on the stage in front of the guy playing the guitar. <laughs> like, tranquilo. <laughs> oh man. Um, no man. I, I I of course I'm I'm a Bucks. I'm a big Bucks fan. I'm a I love Kenny Omega. So one, I was glad he was back. It's been a while. Um, Over a year, right? No, it hadn't been a year. It's no, been like not quite seven, a year. eight months, I think. <clears throat> it's been like two hundred days or something like that. Um, but no, man, it was good. And good to see him back. I there was parts I'm like, ah, oh, he can't do this. He's not gonna be. Yeah, you, you said he came back too early, and you can tell in the match that there was a little bit of things, a little bit. It's like, ah, uh, he can't do that, or he shouldn't do that. Yeah. Um, but you know, that thing that's the that I think with the Bucks being with him is that you know they're gonna take the bumps, you know they're gonna take the fucking pain. Uh, I mean, by the end of every match, Matt looks like he's going to die. So, you know, just he that's the positive about being with them. Um, it'll be interesting, though, like seeing the further progression. And if you really can can go, 
and how he gets with you know his one winged angel and you know how he lifts people up and, and gets them to go but we'll see i, I enjoy it. i'm glad he's back i'm glad they want i'm glad they move forward uh, let's be honest they're gonna probably win the triple it's either gonna be them or an up and coming tech triple threat uh our triple i feel team, like but... i feel like the best friend should win they should put a fucking belt I, on I, that's Cassidy. what i think they should win too um but we'll see I, I random question that I just thought about while you were talking about the Bucks. How do you feel about them since AEW? Because they were like them, Cody and Omega, right? Those are the four guys that basically built AEW. And I feel like the Bucks have been the least prominent of the four of them when it comes to TV time being placed in big, like they'll have big matches and then you won't hear from them for like a month. Like it seems like they're on the under undercard for like a month. And then they come up with a good storyline for a couple weeks, and then they go away again. It's almost like they're, for lack of a better term, it's almost like they're just collecting fucking money. I mean, they are. I, you know, they're not Matt wrestling as much as they used to. Um, I will say over the last month or two, when they they've they were getting to a point where it was, just, it was getting really obnoxious listening to them talk, and all of a sudden they're in backstage, and it's kind of kind of gone away from that a little bit. Um, and they were trying to wrestle a lot more. I'm hoping that with, with Omega back, if they're going to be teamed up with Omega, hopefully that you know, I don't think Hangman needs to be with teamed up with Omega, but I'm okay if they get the whole band back together and it takes away a little bit of the the comicy stuff that the Bucks are doing. You know what I mean? Um. Uh, and, and and Omega and Paige make it a little more serious and put more focus on the actual wrestling. Um, then that might balance it out a little bit more and might be more enjoyable that way. Um, but yeah, I mean, from where the Bucks were, you know, four years ago to where they are now, definitely not the same. But I still enjoy it. I still yeah. enjoy them. I just I I figured this deep into AEW, they'd be way more prominent than what they are. But. I, I think know, you have this... to go with the bow that they kind of highlight. Other. I mean, look at the tag teams that are highlighted Yeah. Uh, for last year. You know, you had Jung- Jurassic Express, FTR. Um, you know, they, they, they've they been there when they needed to, but they try to build this, this division up to where they don't need to be the catalyst of this division. And, and that's I think that's a positive because uh, it could have gone the opposite direction where they're the only tag team getting any prominent prominence right. or any show airtime and then it's like they're overdoing it it's like great you're the yeah. EVPs. that's why you're it is, yeah i mean it is tough a position that them omega and cody were in to not over push yourself but still like they're the reasons why AEW started like the full right. i mean there know? is a happy balance i still yeah. think that after three years they haven't quite found that yet yeah it's still growing pains uh yeah. i'm not gonna completely shit on AEW because i i enjoy it I, you know, I yeah, have more it was fun. A good, it was a good, it was a good show this week. I enjoyed yeah. the whole show. Uh, we'll run through SmackDown really quick because not a lot happened. Your boy Roman Reigns came back finally. Look who showed up for work. He had some one on one time with with Sami Zayn. Man, Sami Zayn is so fucking funny, and Roman being so manipulative and like toxic. I I love that version of him where he's like, "Hey, man, what's up? Jay did what? Like, why are you talking to him? You should have been coming talking to me. Like, just." Fucking hilarious. And then what does it lead to? Sami Zayn come out trying to save the fucking day and getting his ass kicked by Drew McIntyre. (laughs) Sami was so over. Like, it was to the point where I thought he was going to win that fucking match. Uh, That that Canadian crowd was loving him. And You know know uh, the fantastic part about that Canadian crowd? 
is that Natalia took the pin. Uh, no, the best part about that Canadian crowd was that Dez from Talkamania was right behind the hard camera and Gigi Dolan was up there. And let's just say <laughs> that uh, thanks, Dez. Yeah, thanks, Dez. Um, check our DMs, Instagram. Oh. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Gigi Dolan, Toxic Attraction comes out. They are in the women's tag tournament because uh, what's the fucking lady that looks like she smokes cigarettes that lost to Mandy Rose? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, she got hurt. She was supposed right. to team up with Nikita Lyons. Uh, she's injured, so they took them off and put Toxic well, and Attraction. And apparently Nikita Lyons couldn't get into Canada. Neither could the Usos. Maybe they were all fucking stuck <laughs> at the airport. Right? Uh, Zoe yeah, Stark. The Usos, Usos were there probably because they had, you know, arrest warrants and yeah. shit. Zoe Stark was injured, so her and Nikita Lyons got replaced by Toxic Attraction, who I think should have been in the fucking tournament to begin with. Thank you. Um, and like you said, they defeat Natalia and uh, Mandy Rose's ex-partner, Sonya. Which, Sonya. what? Natalia just jumps from tag team to tag team partner. Like she just she was with team. Shayna. She changes tag team partners more than the Big Show changes heel and face. Yeah. Um. Your girl Shayna kicks Liv Morgan in the face. Like that gift is going around. I don't know what that was about. Um, you think Liv Morgan's got a shot in hell and winning that match in, at the castle, or is it time to take the title off her and give it to Shayna and get her a run? Yeah, it's going to Shayna. They they got to give it to Shayna. I actually think, Shana, and then it's gonna be Ronda versus Shayna. I see. I, I think what's gonna happen is Shayna's gonna lose. Some kind of way Shayna and Ronda, because Shayna and Ronda already had this little interaction where Shayna's like, you know, you got to be better than that. Ronda's like, you used to be a killer, and all of a sudden she is. I think Shayna and Ronda are going to form a tag team, and they're going to run through that fucking tag team division. That's what I think is going to happen. That's where I think that's leading to. Mm-hmm. Um, Anything else happened on SmackDown of note? Nope. That was it, I believe. Yeah. All right. Uh. We'll take a really quick break, and then we can come back and talk about G1 Climax before we get up out of here. Sounds good. Sounds good. Stay tuned. Boot to the face. to the face entrance bringing us back in from break i edited that one myself that was back when i used to think i was good at editing stuff um boot to the face episode fucking 194 i think we're close to 200 mario almost almost there all right mario here we go g1 climax final because the juke because i can never okada okada Versus my boy Will Ospreay. And when I saw this was the final, I was like, fuck yes. Will Ospreay's about to win the goddamn G1 finally. 
It was not to be. <laughs> Okada wins. I feel like Okada wins every fucking year. Four times. This is his fourth time winning. Four. For what purpose? Like you hit the, the final four. You had Okada, Tonga, um, Naito, and Osprey. Okay, Man. Okada and Naito. Here's the thing. Three of those four have been champion over the last two years. Three of the last four champions are, are no, three of the last five champions are in that, that final four. Tama Tonga has been so close, and he didn't even need a win. But, like, when you look at the, the point spread for all of them, Tama Tonga and, and, and Okada had 10 points going into this. Naito and Osprey at 8. I get they went A1, B1, C1, D1. But, like, why? Why not have 10 and 8 versus 10 and 8? Lower seed versus higher seed. Yeah. Shouldn't, you know, it shouldn't have been A group versus B group, C group versus D. It should have been at that point. Top two scores take on the bottom two scores, which still could have ended up being the same outcome. Naito and Okada or in Osprey versus Tonga, Tama Tonga. But like the second that I saw Tama Tonga was going up against Okada, I knew his ass wasn't going to win. It was bullshit. Well, and I, mean, I, if I he didn't was know win G1, I, I, he was going to have to Naito go through Okada. Osprey, it could have gone either way. I'm glad Osprey got the pin and that Osprey was in the final. But like, Osprey, fucking dude. I fucking love Osprey, man. I lo- I love. I'm a big Okada fan. I really am. I he's one of my favorite wrestlers. I enjoy watching him. Uh, but like four times, yeah. like it's um, like, put it this way, between him and fucking um, Kota Bushi, that's seven fucking wins in the last ten years. Seventy percent of the G1 Fuck, climax man. winners in the last ten years have been two guys. Yeah, that's. I was all about Osprey winning when I saw that was the final. Uh, the thing about wrestling tournaments, especially a convoluted one like the G1, they have to plan that shit out, which they do a really good job of. They have to plan that stuff out so well, and it's such a long tournament. I usually don't start like paying attention to it till it gets down to like the final four or final eight. I did like that they did break them down to smaller groups this year and they added two more groups. Yeah. That was nice. So that would make it a little bit more easier to watch. But still, it's still a fucking month-long tournament. You have to watch yeah. like four nights a week. And again, every match is fucking 25 minutes long. <laughs> exactly. Like, right there. Every and, show know, is three hours long. And it's almost it's like, like baseball matches. season, right? Like your team goes on a 10-game losing streak, and before you know it, they're in first place in the fucking division. Right. It's the same thing with the G1. Like you lose two matches at the beginning – and before Speaking you know, baseball, you're in the fucking final. I just got those out there right now. The Braves have a better record than the fucking Yankees. I love it. Yeah, just got those yeah. out there. They're not first. They're not even first in the division yet, but they still got a better record than the Yankees, and that, that's all I gotta say. All I gotta say is, Acuna's been arrested two years in a row during the season. The first time it happened, the Braves won World Series. So maybe the maybe the cop knew that stat that pulled him over, and he's like, "No, nah, buddy, you're going to jail. <laughs> I gotta do this for the A." <laughs> <laughs> like the you know the Dodgers the Dodgers got too much momentum going their way with Vince Scully we got to get something back on our direction yeah we got to send your ass to jail know. buddy do not pass go do not collect two hundred dollars take your ass to jail uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah Okada wins what do you if you had to give her a odds on it fifty fifty which way are you leaning that he holds on to the G one briefcase and ends up at Wrestle Kingdom he's gonna be at Wrestle Kingdom okay. Him versus Jay White, or Jay White loses the title before then. Um, 
I feel like these two motherfuckers wrestle all the time too for the title. I feel like it's gonna be night one. I don't know how. You know what? I'll be honest with you. I, you know he may not fight. It's gonna be watch. Coda's gonna finally get his shit, his suspension and bullshit's gonna come out, and Coda's gonna show up. I think Ibushi might end up in AEW. One. What? I think Ibushi might end up in AEW. I mean, he's on suspension. He can't do shit right now. So yeah, I think when it all gets worked out, he ends up in AEW. So uh, that's probably that's probably accurate. Uh, well, yeah, he'll still hold on to the briefcase. He'll still be at at um Wrestle Kingdom. JY, I don't know. I feel like without wasn't that the finish last year? Night two was JY versus Okada. Um, I mean, they've wrestled so many fucking times. Maybe like, JY loses win. night one. Um, if we're done with the G one real quick, we didn't talk about this a couple weeks ago when it was announced. Maybe we were off. Uh, IWGP has announced they're going to have a women's champion. They're teaming oh. up with uh, is it Stardom or uh, Stardom? Stardom's a big. That's a big promotion. Is it? Is it them? That's over there. They I had a big. Uh, they had a big press release <clears throat> a couple weeks ago about they're finally going to start having women's wrestling. They're teaming up with a promotion that's over there, and they're going to have a IWGP women's champion, and the promotion that. I want to say it was Stardom because Stardom has two belts, right? They have like mm-hmm. different color belt. Yeah, Stardom was saying that this title will still. I you know, think they be, have like five or six belts. But, it'll be recognized yeah. as a world title, but it won't be more important than their actual titles. But they, uh, yeah, they had a big press release about it a couple weeks ago. You know who's on the roster for Stardom? Who? Mayu Iwatani. That's mm. gonna be the first champion right there. You probably you watch. Right. You're probably right. Uh, NXT UK, no more. They're done. Nope. Uh, they're going to start up NXT Europe. They had a big release of a bunch of talent and shit like that that are now out and free agents. Um, another quick news thing we didn't talk about. Killer Kelly is now in AW Impact. She's over there kicking it. Looks like a fucking mm-hmm. badass with that new yep. haircut and new... She looks good too. Um, I mean, like a re- wrestling wise, she was looking crisp, right? Uh, in her in her thing, yeah. I'm I'm a fan of Killer Kelly. I used to always get Killer Kelly and Kelly. Uh, what was her name? That was at Kelly Madison Klein. Square Garden. Kelly Klein. I used to always get them confused. Not I did too at first. Just like because they were both Kellys and they right. were in the same company. I didn't like Kelly Klein though. I like Killer Kelly. Um. But yeah, so that's a thing. Uh, Trish Stratus comes back. She'll be on Monday Night Raw tomorrow. She was there. She was there at the house event last night. Yeah. Trish is so, looking. Do you think Trish comes back for a little bit of a run? I mean, Edge came back. I think she's been teasing I think this it's for just a while. A Canadian. I th- They're in Canada. I think, no, I think she comes back for a nice little storyline. She uh, said that Bayley. Charlotte was her last match. Well, she's gonna be fighting Bailey. It's gonna lead to a match with Bailey. Her and Bailey have been having a Twitter war for like a year. Yeah, I saw <laughs> Bailey said that's why Lita was always my favorite. My favorite. And Trish said, "Well, <laughs> Sasha was my favorite." <laughs> um, speaking of Sasha, she's promoting weed. She was at a yeah, cannabis factory the other day. I'm like, damn, she must not really be working for WWE anymore. I don't see them oh, okay shit. in that. They uh they they have opened they have opened the doors and opened the reins and they have released them to be able to do shit again like tri- they can do third party they can do Twitch again they can do fucking Triple H said you know what make your fucking money just remember this is your home and this is we and we still own you but you go make go do you 
go yeah. do you go be a go be a person but hey we're gonna get our cut too though just to, we're gonna throw that out there um last thing i know we got to get going wwe possibly moving to netflix i've i've seen the rumors or whatever but what would be the benefit of that like and netflix, netflix not gonna pay them fucking billion dollars like fox did they might they might if they, if they get bringing people over there they can still keep their premium on uh on on peacock but netflix honestly i wouldn't big- mind it I wouldn't Netflix mind it at all that I could just, thing, man. yeah, I wouldn't mind if I could just tune into Netflix and about, you know, Tuesday evening and just go back and watch Monday Night Raw instead of waiting on fucking Hulu to upload yep. it three days later. Yeah. And if it's going to be the full thing rather than a fucking convoluted episode, like I let me let me decide when I want to skip. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Absolutely. Uh, unless I'm you got it. anything else, Mario, that's all we got for the show today. That's all I got, man. You know. A happy belated birthday to you. We celebrated Thank last you. week. Happy belated birthday to JP. Um, other than that, Forget appreciate y'all it. coming to the chat room. Appreciate y'all being here and joining us, participating in the chat. Uh, thank you for listening to us, uh, reviewing us, sharing us, interacting with us, whether it be our Discord, our social medias, Boot to the Face, underscore on Instagram, Boot to the Face um, uh, on Twitter. Uh, but keep doing that. We'll be there. We'll respond. We, we'd like to interact with everybody. But keep coming back. We'll be back next Sunday to do the same thing here. 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time next Sunday. Also, uh, patreon.com slash filter free. We're a part of that network as we will be. Our audio gets released there before anywhere else if you don't catch this here. And eventually, we're just going to move this over to Patreon. I just honestly haven't figured out how to fucking do it yet and haven't really cared on. <laughs> Not cared, but just haven't had time. I've been traveling a lot, been working a lot, a lot, a lot of man. shit going on busy, in my life. Busy month. Yeah, so uh, eventually we'll move the video straight to Patreon. But until next week, I'm Chris Rogan from Marty Vasquez. This has been Boot to the Face, episode 194. Peace. Later. With the team, you catch a boot to the face. Rebound from the boot, I hit the Irish whip. Don't be mad, cause we know your podcast ain't shit. Stop hating, motherfucker, you know he the man. RJ gon' hit you with that ringside rant. And them two hard hitters repping Montreal. Godfathers of the crew, making sure we ball. If you still wanna hate, it's no saving ya. You might get beat down on talk of mania. Listen to the whole team across body of work. It'll make you realize that you should have been first. And me, I cause chaos everywhere that I go. 80 proof and no less got me ready to throw. Don't step to the mic unless you want that smoke. FPC, the whole team is like a knife to your throat. Yeah!